welcome to Plan K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And our special guests this week, the hosts of OK Drama. Hi! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! And it's us! OK Drama! Woo! So happy! This week we're recording our bonus episode, and we invited OK Drama to come and, uh, you know, just. You all watch Flower of Evil, and now we're going to talk about it, and it was intense, and I'm really excited to hear what you two have to say about it, because Emily and I have talked a lot about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was definitely a lot, so. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The whole time, I was enthralled, because it was very good, but also um, so, so, just so worried. (laughs) Yes, so much stress on my heart. For these people. <laughs> and I just kept shouting at the TV, like, please just talk to your wife. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> please. Yeah. Oh. Just for a minute. We have so much to get into. But first, <laughs> should we do introductions? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, tell us about OK Drama. Do you Did want you me like to? to Caitlin? You can sure. go. <laughs> okay. I'm Caitlin from OK Drama. Um, and Jillian is one of my BFFs, (laughs) and I, um, kind of, well, okay, I didn't low-key force her, I tried to force my boyfriend into making a Korean drama podcast with me, because I thought it'd be fun to have, like, whatever, a K-drama watcher, and be like, what does my boyfriend think of this? But he was not enthusiastic about the idea. (laughs) I heard it. I heard your test run, and Alex just sounded sleepy. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I'll do it with you if you want, Caitlin. Yeah. (laughs) I'll watch your show. (laughs) Yeah. So that's how OK Drama started, because I just really love K-dramas, and Jill likes podcasts and Mm -hmm. is a good friend and wanted to do it with me, so. And I knew nothing about K-dramas, but I love TV, so. Mm -hmm. Kind of worked out. It was yeah. A good yeah. What what K drama sold it to you, Jillian? Uh, the first one Caitlin had us watch was Descendants of the Sun, and she actually recently said that she just listened to some of those episodes and she was like, "Wow, we really liked that series. Like, we were really <laughs> into it. It's a good drama." <laughs> do you feel like I definitely feel like? Um, but do you feel like sometimes a drama you watched more than a year ago feels like such a distant memory that you cannot remember even how you yes, felt about yes. it? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think sometimes that's why I'm like, oh, this was like one of my favorite dramas. And then I like kind of rewatch it a little bit and I'm like, oh, I guess it was. Because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like at the t- that was really yeah, different. At the time, I think I. Also, I'm, like, a big binge watcher if it's not for the podcast, so I just get, like, super consumed with everything, and I'm just, like, really pumped to be just watching TV, TV. and then when I, if I rewatch something, I'm like, oh, that's not as fun the second time when I'm just, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, at 3 a.m. watching TV. It's a little different. (laughs) I'll say I have never binged a K-drama until Flower of Evil. Because I was forced Whoa. to, to finish on time. <laughs> like, I watched the last two episodes today, because Caitlin and I were finishing up Goblin, and those episodes are long as hell. Like, hour and a half, and they were just like, I told Caitlin, 
it would take me sometimes like three days to get through a single episode because I just didn't have time. And then it would come to a point where I was like, I have to stop watching so I can do something else. Mm-hmm. But this show was like, okay, I have like a week to do it. I'm going to fucking jump in. And I just like went through all these episodes and just finished this morning. It was, yeah, a, lot of, it was a lot of drama. In a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling? This was honestly one of my favorite dramas that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Awesome! Wow. And Same. I'm not really. I'm realizing that I'm not really into the like more romantic dramas. Like we just finished Goblin, and Goblin was really good, and Goblin is fun, and everyone's really good looking. And if you've listened to any of our episodes on there, I really just want um, the Goblin and the Reaper to date. That's my dream. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. is beautiful. They have a beautiful Exactly. <laughs> um, but it's also, like, very much, like, on the love side and do we want to be together, blah, blah, blah. And I don't really care about those storylines. But this show is, like, really fucking good. And there was mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of drama, a lot of backstabbing, a lot of, like, holy shit, what's going to happen here? That was good. Yeah. I actually agree with you to the extent that one of my other all-time favorite dramas is the k2 Mm. which also like i had really almost no care for the romance in that Mm -hmm. drama but the rest of it was so Mm -hmm. good that it made it one of my absolute favorites yeah that was a hard one for caitlin and i to watch and i think it's because that was when caitlin got sick and we like skipped the podcast for like a month or something right yeah i (laughs) i maybe had coronavirus i don't know everyone at work thinks i did i feel like you didn't because then everyone else would have gotten it okay well i so i was talking to my coworker about it because i was yeah literally sick for like ever almost two months like she didn't even talk yeah and i was like talking to one of my coworkers because well, the backstory, like, only four of us are in the office right now because of the pandemic. And so I was like, yeah, I remember, like, that one time when I came back from Disney World and I was just, like, sick for two months. And they were like, yeah, one of your my other coworkers, like, every time I got up to the bathroom would Lysol my whole desk area. <laughs> I, oh I didn't know that. <laughs> so I think she was taking care of the, the germs. Nice. But, yeah. Good on I, her. I mean, I don't I'm, know if that's actually certain, what it was or just, I'm like, a you Disney didn't. World thing. Yeah, but. I'm certain you didn't because we, like, had food that night you came back when you were already, like, looking and feeling like butt. <laughs> and you were sitting right in front of us eating food, and Andrew and I did not get sick. <laughs> that's true. And you also did karaoke with us when you were sick. <laughs> and we still didn't get sick, so. Well, I, I had my turtleneck over my face for a lot of that, so. <laughs> You had your own, like, makeshift mask before Uh masks were a thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I had, like, a Disney World mutant virus, but uh, I don't know why we started talking about this, but anyway. Oh, the K2. Because you have coronavirus, (laughs) and that sucks, but I'm so glad that you're, like, fully recovered to the extent that we can even say, maybe I had coronavirus, maybe I didn't, who's to say? Yes, oh, the K2, yeah, so we had to take, like... A two-month month, break yeah. in between episodes, and I think we just kind of lost our momentum mm-hmm. with it. It Absolutely. was just like, we just have to finish this. But I totally agree. Like, I did not care about uh, Anna, like, really at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
She was just like a convenient <laughs> motivation for him to stay in the crazy political mm-hmm. games. But she did that they she did have the best scene, which was like the ramen where she's dancing in a circle in the oh kitchen. My all time yeah. <laughs> favorite K drama scene. <laughs> Dancing with a bag of ramen. Uh-huh. <laughs> no one loves ramen. <laughs> um, but yeah, this one didn't have... I. It's interesting, though, because in a way, I also also find it to be one of the most romantic K-dramas I've ever watched in the sense that there's a lot of um, commitment and mm-hmm. trust mm-hmm. between the main couple that it just... It's kind of refreshing to see a k-drama that starts out with the beginning of the romance is out of the way Mm -hmm. they are together Mm -hmm. but it's like a completely new look at how to love someone and how to be in love and i thought that Mm -hmm. that was really really Mm -hmm. unique and the more i've sat with it the more i liked it at the time i was like oh this is heavy does he love her does Mm -hmm. he not who's to say but yeah, looking back, it was a really touching romance, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, trusting someone. Learning to trust someone mm-hmm. in a different way. Some, like, just all the shit that comes to light and learning how to deal with it and make amends and mm-hmm. work together and stuff. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I also felt like the stakes were a lot higher because it's not like, oh, well, this was my boyfriend and, like, kind of who cares if we break up and get back together. But, like... They had a family, and they had, like, mm-hmm. however many years they were together, and like you said, it was, like, really beautiful from the beginning, and then it's, like, you know, one random thing can come to light, and then it's, like, your whole world is blown up, and then, like, how do you recover from that is, was, like, a really interesting story. Mm-hmm. I think that's why, after sitting on it for a while, I'm still so frustrated with the ending Mm -hmm. just episode 16 kind of does not exist in my mind i'm like we'll skip it was an amnesia moment (laughs) you cannot take away everything that they've been through emotionally Mm -hmm. in the last 15 episodes and just be like he forgot it all yeah that's so cheap to me i I was that i was like yeah can you okay i was telling my boyfriend like i just want them to be happy which i say about like every freaking couple we talk about on the dramas like every drama but like for this couple even more like they went through so much and i just wanted like him and his wife and his sister and his daughter to just like be happy together and we never really got that like we got a hint of like well it'll probably work out but like i just wanted to Mm -hmm. see it like can we please just confirm that they are doing okay Please. <laughs> Please, yeah. I Give this yes. a five years later. Yeah. If you're going to do an, an amnesia storyline, you also have to give us the five years later where everything's better mm-hmm. and they've put in the work to love each other again. And he has remembered some of the most uh, devastatingly, both dramatic, but also poignant moments I've seen. Like the one on the mm-hmm. bridge where he realizes how much it would hurt him to hurt her. And mm-hmm. I like it sucks to me still. I think I mentioned it in our last episode, like the final four episodes that we recorded the review for. I'm gonna mention it again. It will always suck to me that they took that memory away from him. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's also interesting. I usually buy if there's too much couple drama in a K drama, 
by the end of the drama, I'm usually ready for the couple to just call it quits and walk away. Kind of like you mm-hmm. said, Caitlin, <laughs> where it's like the stakes are so high with them being married. Um, and this is the first K-drama that I actually started out with them where I was thinking, ah, these two probably shouldn't be together. This guy's a sociopath. <laughs> and then by the end, all I wanted was for them to be together the way that they were before he got Asia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So frustrating, but so good still. Like, I'm still really happy mm-hmm. with it. But like you said, like, I kind of just wish he never got shot and he just got to walk away with his wife. And yeah. I'm sorry, what shitty officers were those? <laughs> right? Three of them? Like, how how did how did he manage to take your gun like three when them. he was already so fucked up? Like what? <laughs> did you hand it to them? <laughs> there was there was a few like questionable scenes throughout the whole series where I was like, What? <laughs> how though? <laughs> Why'd that happen? You know that that's cop that handed him the gun had a secret crush on Juwan and just like take your husband out please (laughs) another level of drama to the show (laughs) yes add five more a side story yeah a side story that we never got Uh to see it was there (laughs) the secret lives of uh, less than tertiary characters (laughs) Yes, if if you watch the series again, you'll clock that same officer and all of the series just like watching her. <laughs> Longingly. He's got his little notepad. Collecting her hair off the desk. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Um, so how do we feel two questions. How do we feel about the amount of people that were in situations where they should have died and then didn't like and also who do you think probably should have died in their most dramatic moment if anyone if you're like no it was perfectly executed everyone has a near-death experience at least one in their life that's also (laughs) fine too (laughs) i don't want one (laughs) i'll pass on mine but i think yeah the sister should have died someone else can take mine the sister should have died like sorry she's just okay i could see that yeah i could see that yeah that's kind of who i would have voted for as well i i guess her ending just didn't make sense to me she lived and then just peace yes out. that was the other mm-hmm. thing i'm like that's another reason why i kind of wanted like a five years later so she can come back and be with a reporter or whatever and then we can get, like, one of those, like, tropes of a K-drama person walking through the airport looking all cool because they just came back from overseas. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, um, I can't remember his name. Was it Park Kyung-chun or something like that? Like, the the husband? Oh, the husband? Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it makes sense that he needed to be alive to corroborate a story or whatever but like when his head hit that freaking pole Mm -hmm. and his ear got bit off i was like that was ugly yeah that was just like a gross fight scene yeah yeah i did not expect him to make it out of that Mm -hmm. Uh -uh. i'm also like with with deaths deaths were like how that happened i'm unsure how uh that guy the Mm -hmm. the human trafficker like, what kind of rat poison was he given? 
that just smelling <laughs> the money <laughs> immediately made his nose bleed and like, right? caused him to die as yeah, soon as intense. he walked outside. Like, that was some, like, major fucking rat poison in that pharmacy. Right, that they keep on the shelves for people to pick up. What? <laughs> yeah, that was, like, super intense. He can't imagine a substance in this world. I don't know much about chemical warfare, mm-hmm. just generally chemical murder. I don't know much about poison yeah. or rat poison. I cannot imagine a substance in this world that we would sell to people, just generally, that if they got a good enough whiff, <laughs> it would kill them in, like, ten minutes. Immediately. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, because it's not like he, like, snorted, like, the whole bottle or anything. It was just, like, a little... He didn't... Yeah. He didn't lick the money. Right. <laughs> That's what what he like inhaled was the amount you would probably inhale while applying the rat poison yeah. around your nose. <laughs> like, honestly. Unless he went outside and sniffed like every yeah. dollar. Like, he just yeah. immediately sat down and was like, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My money. Yeah. I there was a lot of near death or just bizarre death, but Less death than I really expected from a murder uh, mystery show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kept thinking, like, is he gonna do it? And then he, like, never, he never killed anyone, which is good. But I was like, yeah. is he gonna do it? And then I, like, relaxed a little. But I was every time I was like, this is gonna be the one. He's gonna kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> then they'd need, like, six more episodes to confront the fact that he actually did a murder and he'd have to really, you know, come to terms mm-hmm. with that. Uh, which would be interesting watching him do that. Yeah. But also, I, it would really change his character, I think, and what they were going for with the, like, murderer who actually isn't a murderer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I was, like, kind of shocked when they were like, he didn't do it, it was his sister. And I was like, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they really kind of glossed over that, though. I thought they'd get more into... Like her anger and how upset she was, but she was just like, they were being mean to my brother, and I asked them to stop, and he said no, and so I murdered him. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> the whole story. Yeah, I I wish they would have shown us a flashback because she was like, well, he got like really mad and attacked me or whatever. I'm like, like, yeah, was he about to kill you or was he like being a an old creep? And you're like a young yeah. girl, like. How, like, how threatened were you? Because, yeah. Because she kept saying, like, self-defense or whatever, but I'm like, I wish she could have shown us. I mean, I guess we'll just take her word for it, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess, in a way, didn't it come down to she didn't get the self-defense charge? or, Or, like, she did from the jury, but not from the judge, but then the judge was like, ah, but you are a kid, so it's fine if you yeah, get murdered. I think yeah, that, I think the subtitle <laughs> okay said now. it was, she was a child, and it was, like, at night or something? I don't know. I don't know if I read that, because I was, yes. like, so, like, like, an adult was threatening a child at night, so it's okay for a child to kill an adult at night if they're being threatened. <laughs> That feels like they're some a child. old West justice, yeah. for real, though. <laughs> I mean, they were, like, odd village yeah. people, yeah. like, doing those weird rituals and shit, and like, who knows what the fuck was happening over there. 
some some shit. A lot of yeah. a lot of shady things were happening, and like stealing money and yeah, yeah. No, crazy. Thanks. Mm-mm. It makes you it it makes me want a okay. Every bonus episode we accidentally design a spin-off. <laughs> My spin-off is the crazy politics in small towns. Just like the mm-hmm. absolutely buck wild mm-hmm. village mm-hmm. politics. Um I wanna <laughs> see it. I don't know what the rest of the spin-off looks like, but just specifically that. Because every K drama I've ever seen is set in mm-hmm. Seoul. Yeah. And Occasionally, they will leave Seoul for a minute, <laughs> but usually not for long. Have y'all seen Busted on Netflix? It's the, like, mystery variety show. No. It's, mm-hmm. it's so good? fun. It's, like, kind of cheesy because it's, like, half scripted, half variety show. So, like, well, I guess a lot of variety shows are, like, partially scripted. But it's, like, this is a mystery but, like, you have to do these challenges to, like, get clues to solve a mystery kind of a thing. Um, but they often go to these, like, weird villages, and they're they're all creepy. And I'm, I don't want that to sound, like, offensive, because I'm sure, like, <laughs> most Korean villages are perfectly lovely. But, like, for the purposes of the show, to have a mystery, they're, like, in this weird little village, like, they believe there's a vampire, because this, this, and this. And in this weird village, mm-hmm. like, all of these teenage girls went deaf or something, and it's it's weird. And, the, yeah, you have, like, weird, weird little village people that, it's, like, fictional, but still, like, why are all these weird villages, like, up to no good? <laughs> <laughs> How many small villages are in Korea, and how weird can you make yeah. all of them? <laughs> exactly. I well, I might need to watch that. Yeah, so. I don't know if you <laughs> to, so that I can write my new K drama. <laughs> I don't know if you like EXO, but one of the guys from EXO is in it. So, yeah. Which one? Sehun. Okay. Sehun's in it. I knew two of them, so it was a, a long shot that I would know who it was. Yeah, it's it's fun. But yeah, it's not like, wow, that's really good. It's just like something to put on and laugh. And mm. uh, Parkman Young is in it too. Oh. So, yeah. I gotta, I gotta pick that one up. You mm-hmm. said it's on Netflix? Yeah, there's two seasons of it, so. Oh, that's so manageable. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty hooked on Running Man. <laughs> oh, same. You can just sort through 5,000 episodes and be like, there's enough for everyone forever. Oh, UJ Sook. <laughs> Sook and Kwang Su are in Busted also from Running Man. So, yeah. It's weird because Busted was, like, not one of the first shows that I watched, but I Busted was, like, the first variety show that I watched. And then I started watching Running Man, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's those guys. And then I got into EXO, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's that guy. Like, I just, <laughs> I saw people in Busted first. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> That's so neat. Mm-hmm. So there was so much murder in this show, and I feel like there's actually... Okay, so he never murdered mm-hmm. anyone, but what if... Who did... Okay, who would you, aside from the sister, who did a murder, <laughs> who would you suspect the most of being a murderer based on their behavior throughout the K-drama? I thought the, um, the dad... Mm-hmm. The, the fake yeah. dad. Yes. Yeah. 
Because when they, when they show him early on with that random cell phone, like, that was a little odd, his demeanor in some parts, and I thought he was, like, the accomplice. I totally at did, first. too. That was yeah. my first prediction yeah. corner, was that he was the accomplice. Is anyone still kind of confused and questioning how Hyun So took the son's place when the son was already, like, older, and, like, how did no one know that that was not their son? Like, they look literally nothing alike. Like, what? Maybe he didn't go out much. I don't know. He went out enough to do a lot <sighs> he, of work. He was a volunteer. Yeah, he was a volunteer for the dad's, like, yeah. hospital. Like, he was around people that they knew. They were really relying on that blonde hair <laughs> as just, like, a... <laughs> It's just like his whole look. Like they have completely different face shapes, completely different body types. Like it's all so different. You know, this is unfortunately the first time I'm confused with this reality. (laughs) Yeah. I just started, I started thinking like, cause there's this scene where the dad, the mom and dad are like going over with Hyun So like, this is what you need to know. Uh, you're going to have to go to the military. You just got the summons or whatever. These are the people that he knows and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is he going to see those people and they're not going to know that that is not the real Yeah, son? I, I like <laughs> just decided that they were going to like cut ties for him and maybe they were just going to like make up yeah. a story like, oh, he kind of like disowned him or something like that. So... He was mm-hmm. just kind of in their sphere, but, like, and, never made any appearances. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, and I guess, like, lucky lucky for them, like, he had to go mm-hmm. off to the military. So he, like, disappears for however long. Yeah. But then he comes back and he's smaller than he was before. <laughs> no, like, Instead of getting, like, buff in the military, he came back small. Think twice if you're, you need help. Like twice in the South Korean military uh, body snatched you. <laughs> so true. Um, I, back to the original question, I didn't think the mom, the fake mom, would be, like, set out to murder someone. But I was like, she would have a nervous breakdown and absolutely kill someone. And we saw a scene of her trying to do that. She almost yeah, I was does. Like, oh, yeah, I was right. She 100% cannot yeah. handle a stressful situation. Finding out her like, son is a murderer. And about to oh, bury alive, someone. Who was, like, actually yes. groaning. <laughs> like, what? Yes. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, all that's shocking enough. But then to see what he did to the lawn, I'd be like, you're dead. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Look at the landscaping. You think this is the place to bury? Never forget that. Yeah, in like the middle of their like beautifully manicured lawn, just a big old hole. Bring it up. Like, and that's definitely a family that would care about their lawn. Yeah, absolutely. Also, where do they live? That their lawn would not be an easily scoped area by at least a couple of neighbors. Because if they are. Anywhere close to Seoul, I just feel like they'd have at least one neighbor that could see their yard Mm -hmm. and be like, hmm, pretty sus, that giant pile of dirt (laughs) in the middle of their mud Mm -hmm. lawn. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, because it's not even, like, off to a corner or anything. It's, like, in the middle. The middle. Yeah, their yard looks super big for 
soul also. But I guess that's just Cade around the world, where everyone has really <laughs> nice houses, even though, like, and no one has a house that nice. It's all... Yeah, you've got to be, like, a <laughs> uh-huh. billionaire to have a house that nice, and it's not yeah. in soul. Like, you know that that's a different location that they shot all of mm-hmm. the scenes. For sure. But that's a really good choice. I definitely thought this new mom was a murderer mm-hmm. at some point. I mean, those two were the most suspicious, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I thought anyone else would. And that mom wasn't really good about hiding it She either. was, like, shaking the whole time. Uh-huh. She was just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She always looked like she just got done crying, yeah. too. Yeah. <sighs> oh. She's such a good actress. She is. Yeah, everyone's mom. Yeah, and the real son as well, like, when he gets out of his coma, I feel like normally when you see, like, a movie or, like, I don't know, like, a fucking soap opera, and, like, someone gets out of a coma, they're like, oh, uh-huh. I'm alive now. <laughs> they can just, like, move and walk and, like, everything is normal. But this guy, like, oh, man, he just mm-hmm. looked, he looked a wreck. And his mouth was constantly open. He was all dry looking and just, uh, it was bad. Yeah. Kudos. And he just oh, got progressively I, creepier I, like, every hate episode. Him. He's, he's, <laughs> I felt so uncomfortable just watching him. Yeah, I texted Caitlin at one point and I was like, oh my god, the son. I fucking can't. <laughs> and Caitlin was like, he's so creepy. <laughs> I don't like him. I loved his hair so much. Yeah, he, he had, He did um, have good like, hair. This is very specific, but, like, Beauty and the Beast, like, when the prince comes back from being a beast or whatever, at the very end, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, long and curly, like, I just, yeah, woke up from a coma and I haven't cut my hair in, like, forever. That's just what it reminded me of, like, I've been doing nothing. It was very good. Mm -hmm. And looked very healthy. He really... (laughs) Yeah... He really did start to look like um, Hyunso's real son. Like, once he woke up, like, his demeanor and just his behaviors, like, that was actually that fucking yeah. man's son. Like, a thousand percent. Yeah, Jill so talks crazy. She was like, do you think, what if he's the real son? <laughs> like, that's, that's the only thing I can think of with how fucking crazy yeah. he is. I really liked the way they met like, at the child mm-hmm. psychiatry center or whatever. Yeah. That was an interesting twist. Mm-hmm. That was cool. You just finished mm-hmm. grooming him. Yeah. Psychopaths scoping other psychopaths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love when he calls Hyunso a psychopath mm-hmm. at the end. A psychopath calling someone else a psychopath. <laughs> He, he was trying to drag everyone to hell mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I w- he was such a baby, too, though, like, when he got hurt. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. really? Because he was like, please stop punching me. <laughs> and then when, like, he cut him, like, he, I don't know, because he was like, you can kill me, whatever. But then when he, like, was just cutting him just to, like, make him feel pain, and he was like, what? Like, just crying, I was like, wow, guy, you are, like, all talk. Yeah. Yeah, he really, he became significantly less intimidating as soon as, um, as soon as the snap happened, as soon as he pushed his, his other 
counterpart over mm-hmm. the edge. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's also him just, like, playing a mm-hmm. role mm-hmm. to try to trick someone. Because he, he does that sort of thing, like, earlier, too, with his parents. Where he tries to pretend, like, no, I'm I'm fine. Like, I'm good. I don't mean to do these things. I promise I won't do these things. But then he kills the fucking mm-hmm. housekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> just, like... Like turns really quickly. It's it's all like this weird act. Or like when he was a kid mm-hmm. too, and he threw that brick, and he's saying like, "I was just upset about my grades, <laughs> and I just wanted to see what would happen." Like, uh, <laughs> no, don't do that. Oh. I don't know anyone that would do that. that. Maybe the most psychically upsetting moment of any mm-hmm. K drama I've ever mm-hmm. watched. Yeah, that was bad. Animal harm is tough to bear. Mm-mm. I think I maybe could have handled it better if it was a human who dropped <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah because i thought he would just like kill the person and then you like hear the dog and i'm like uh no <laughs> that's yeah. a dog he didn't do anything yeah this is like kind of jumping ahead or i don't know but i was i felt so bad <laughs> for uh, Hyunsu when he thought that his wife was a ghost at the end. Oh. I was like, uh-huh. kind of almost crying. I was like, oh my god, this poor man. Like, that was a, that was a moment when I was like shouting at my TV, like, just answer the phone! Answer the phone! <laughs> it was so upsetting. I, th- I think the saddest part really was, um, the fact that that was because he was convinced he saw ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it will always mm-hmm. get to me that a child psychologist was like, yeah, he messed up. And then a bunch of villagers were like, let's take this child and tell him he's possessed. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. So, messed up. And then we mm-hmm. see Ghost Dad all the time with his black eyes. He's spoopy. Yeah. Uh-huh. The first time he came on screen, I was like, ugh, I did not think this would be a ghost thing. <laughs> Like, I didn't sign up for ghosts. I just signed up for murders. <laughs> I did like how little they used him. I thought they probably could have mm-hmm. easily overdone that and like put him in way too many scenes. But I felt like he was barely in the drama and I was super good with that. Yeah, for sure. I liked it. I thought it was really interesting comparing the time when he said that Juwon scared his mm-hmm. dad and then later to find out that that really was completely all in his head and so it's interesting to think about how she was able to scare off his the the ghost of his dad that he imagined mm-hmm. yeah and i think that goes into him believing what everyone said, like, that he's psycho and he can't love and he doesn't have feelings and stuff. So to him, like, she meant nothing or he thought she meant nothing. But then I think the fact that he actually really loved her, even though he didn't realize that that's what love was, that, like, made everything better. That made his life better, which made the ghost dad Mm -hmm. disappear. That's really beautiful. They did a really good setup. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. I, I was, that was another moment where I was like, oh, he does know love, but, like, yeah, I guess if you, mm-hmm. if, 
Yeah. He doesn't like, realize you don't, it, he knows No, love. like, if everyone your whole life has been, like, you're a sociopath mm-hmm. and you don't know what feelings are, like, mm-hmm. then, yeah, you would probably be, like, really confused about, like, what love is. And when he, like, actually realizes that he loves his wife and that he loves his daughter, that was another moment. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, that daughter was, like, really cute. And I'm not so one for cute. kids in dramas usually, but that was a super cute kid. I thought. <laughs> that little girl reminded me of little Caitlyn. <laughs> it's like the few photos I've seen of little Caitlyn when little Caitlyn yeah. was a model. You were a model? <laughs> little Caitlyn did modeling ch- I was like a child model for like one time. Because <laughs> like back in the 90s, my mom worked for a catalog marketing company. <laughs> Which is, like, very specific. Um, yeah. I had a modeling gig for a catalog when I was, like, five. That's, that's the most exciting first job I've ever had. Yeah, no, and my mom was like, uh, well, I think I got paid, like, $60 in, like, 1997 money. So that was, like, you know, pretty decent. And my mom was like, you want to keep doing this? And I was like, no, I don't like people yelling at me because... <laughs> no one actually yelled. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> but it, people weren't yelling at me. They were just like giving me directions. But I was just like very sensitive. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was just like. It felt like. Yeah. Because they were like, lift your hand up and whatever. I don't know. It was just like, it was too much. I just wanted to like watch movies. That's all I've ever wanted to do, really, from <laughs> a young age. Like, can we please just go home so I don't have to be around people? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me today. Yeah. If someone gives me directions, I'm like, they're yelling at me and I need you to know. I just want to watch a movie. I'm done with this. <laughs> that is so precious. But yeah, I feel very flattered that you think she was like little Caitlin. That, that made me happy. Caitlin. Yeah. I did have the same haircut, but I feel like just mm-hmm. bangs. Poorly cut bangs and short hair. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I know the answer to this question based on the conversation we just had. So we might have to like remove her from the running, but does anyone have like a secondary character they were obsessed with because I do every single K drama, but I can't think that there's one in this one that I just like. Oh no, there is one. Okay, I've got one. Does anyone <laughs> else have one though? <laughs> just like a secondary person that you really yeah, like? Yeah, because I always usually it's like a se- I prefer the secondary male lead, but that wasn't really a thing. Mm. Thing. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine <laughs> if they made a secondary male lead for a married couple? I would be so mm-hmm. mad. I'd be so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, we already yeah. had enough going on. I I did like her two <laughs> partners, or really her three. Like I liked her little police crew. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought they were a fun team. Yeah, very mm-hmm. exciting, very confident, mm-hmm. and had that little hoobie, Yes, that, little, that sweet little He was hoobie. cute, yeah. The lettuce, like, thief or whatever. And, <laughs> and also another kid actor, that, like, little chubby kid, he, like, broke oh, my yes. heart. Oh. <sighs> yeah. In- yeah, Inso, I think. Inso, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, he got me. Yeah. He was very cute. Um, I really mm-hmm. like the reporter. Mo- Kimujin. Yeah. Kimujin, yeah. I liked him yeah, a lot I liked more him. than I expected mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Same. I feel like mm-hmm. I kept myself at a distance emotionally because I thought he was going to die. Oh, Every yeah. episode, I was just like, Kimujin's <laughs> going to be the one. Yeah, and like once he once he got away from Hyunso in the beginning, I was like, oh, he's gonna like be a problem, and he's gonna try to lure him or get info about him leaked or whatever, blah blah blah. But then he didn't, and I just started to like him more and more. And then he does funny dumb shit, like when he's hiding under the car and pulls out his phone <laughs> and starts live streaming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. I mean, it's real a reporter. Thing. I mean, I'm gonna keep that in my back pocket i don't have yeah. enough followers necessarily that it would benefit someone me will see be but yeah just uh-huh. in case yeah there's always someone who's on and they're gonna see yeah. that you're you've suddenly you suddenly started a live mm-hmm. video like for the what first time ever done a live video <laughs> what is yeah. she up to <laughs> i'll check it out oh, oh no she's dying <laughs> This is a snuff film. Oh no! (laughs) I didn't know she was an actress. (laughs) Um, I don't know if I have one, so I'll probably just copy Raquel's. What's yours, Raquel? It was I. It was absolutely the team lead of their Mm -hmm. little. Mm. um, But it was real low key. I think I'm just obsessed with him because he was in Crash Landing on You, but he played a completely <laughs> different character in that, mm-hmm. and I was very impressed by the actor and how transformative he was. I know that they're all professional actors, and they all do a very good job, but every once in a while when you see someone in one role and then you see them in an almost opposite role, it is mm-hmm. so inspiring to know that, I don't know, they can kind of do anything and like flex any of their acting muscles and then from there I was just really proud of the fact that he was kind of on his team's team no matter mm-hmm. what like he didn't ever pull the team lead card when he really could have like when Jiwon was confronting the um the other team member or like he was confronting mm-hmm. her about knowing her husband was a murderer or a suspected murderer at the very mm-hmm. least mm-hmm. and i feel like he really could have made this a much more difficult just like the whole second half much more difficult but instead he was actually mm-hmm. really cool and he actually pulled some really cool cards where he vouched for them and he's like yeah i had no clue mm-hmm. i didn't know mm-hmm. that he she mm-hmm. knew I don't think she knew, you know, I really trust yeah, her. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I was I was kind of worried about him because he seemed like a very, like, by-the-books type of guy at the beginning, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh no, he's gonna, like, turn everyone in, but mm-hmm. he didn't. That was great. Yeah, he seemed like a great boss. Yeah, we didn't talk about him enough in, this, in, in the other episodes, really, so I'm glad that he's getting his moment here in this <laughs> yes. bonus episode. <laughs> Do you still copy mine, M, or do you have a different... I don't have any, like, I feel like they are all exceptionally fantastic, but none of them, like, stood out and did anything that I was like, yeah, I want to see more of that guy. I was just like, these are fun and cool little 
alternate storylines mm-hmm. that we have going on. But yeah, there was no character that I was super drawn to. Which is fine. I'm cool with that. We had a lot going on with the main characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking, like, I feel like this drama did a good job at not introducing useless storylines, like, extra things that, like, were, mm-hmm. yeah, unnecessary. Because I'm like, I think that's probably, like, what contributes to not having, like, oh, I wanted more of this guy because we got just enough of everybody mm-hmm. and not too much of, like, something else. Like, I liked how they didn't really use the sister that much. Like, even though I wish we maybe would have gotten a little bit more of why she killed someone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, I'm glad that we didn't really need to talk about her a lot, because I'm like, she did her thing. Like, she's just kind of there to give, like, Hyunsu support and give, like, kind of context to how he grew up, but that's all we need, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, and I think this drama, already whenever (laughs) you first start it, you have a million questions. Like, what is going on here? Why is he like this? Who is this person? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Why are the parents so shitty? So you already go in with all of these questions, and then they slowly start Mm -hmm. to answer all the questions while still giving you more questions to ask. (laughs) So they did a really good job of, like, making you question things and making you confused, but then simultaneously answering other questions and it wasn't like seven eight episodes before you get some sort of reveal like i feel like everything was paced really well yes some of the best pacing i've seen in a k-drama honestly because they Mm -hmm. never introduced anything that was upsetting or out of left Mm -hmm. field it was never like Mm -hmm. it was still like they defied expectations without having to just completely like, they subverted expectations mm-hmm. without having to, like, completely twist the K-drama on its head telenovela mm-hmm. style by mm-hmm. introducing something so crazy that it was... Jarring. Yeah. Yeah. There were definitely those moments of questioning. Like, again, the, the sun swap. Like, how the <laughs> fuck did people not know that? And then also when the housekeeper is murdered and um, they find a body... But Jiwon doesn't realize, like, you can see her. She was found the next day. Like, she still looks the same. But Jiwon doesn't know that it's the housekeeper. Like, did she never see the housekeeper? Because I felt like she was in scenes whenever they went. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like the few times that they would have visited the house, the housekeeper would have been there. And so that I found that confusing that, like, she didn't realize that this woman that they already knew. I don't (laughs) It's confusing. Small things like that, right? I questioned it too much, and I was like, "I need to not question this because it's a fucking drama." <laughs> they're not gonna, they're not gonna do everything correctly. Yeah, I, I also thought that. Like, I guess she just made herself scarce when these people came over, or like they never went mm-hmm. over to the house. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was, um, I was scared that, like. Okay, I was scared that when they found the fingerprints on the tape, that it would, um, it would be the son's, the actual son's fingerprint, so, like, Becky Song, and that since Mm -hmm. he was assuming the identity of Becky Song, like, the, the real son's fingerprints would be tied to, like, 
Do Hyun Soo's, oh. like, whatever, profile or whatever. Like, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's how they're going to frame him. But then they were like, the fingerprints don't match. And I was like, oh, that, that works out better. <laughs> but <laughs> That does work out so much better. I was, because I remember them doing, like, a fingerprint registry mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm at one point and I couldn't remember exactly how that should lay out I was like okay so if they find so and so's fingerprints they should and it would line up with yeah. <laughs> and I got like a little bit confused yeah it. very yeah. confusing yeah okay so we do this one award thing uh, most K-dramas if we can figure out who deserves it I don't it's called <laughs> Maybe you've heard of Bus Stop Girl Awards. Um, pretty famous. I've I've heard you. <laughs> I've heard you guys talk about it, but I'm still kind of unclear as to what it means. You and the <laughs> rest of the world that listens to this podcast. Good chance um, to explain. It, yes, it harkens back to our first episodes. Uh, maybe our first episode ever. When we reviewed W. Was it in the first episode, Em? I don't think so. Oh, no. Who even knows? First, okay, it harkens back to the first K-drama we reviewed, wherein um, there is a girl at a bus stop who does a real good turn by the main characters, uh, and she pretty much just sits with someone's purse until it can be retrieved. And ever since we've found the most non-character character to award the bus stop girl. Um, uh, do you have any nominees, Em? Yeah, I have three nominees. Okay, awesome. So, yeah, people that did a good deed, but don't have a name or really a role in the drama. So, number one is... The pregnant widow who was left behind after the murder of the Chinese restaurant. She might have had a name, but I don't know what it was. And she eventually gives Cha Ji Wan, like, the first clue to finding Do Hyun Soo, <laughs> the bag. Good deed. Um, number two is the woman who picked up a phone call at, like, 3 a.m., about a black box in her car yes. and she was like sorry I'm on vacation right now but I'll get it to you when I'm back in Seoul and then the minute she's back in Seoul she calls him back and is like did you still want my black box <laughs> who does that <laughs> nobody does that what a cool thing Yes. number three kind of the least convincing is any or all of the preschool teachers who are just super cool about everything that's going on with this weird family. <laughs> that's it. Those are the nominees. Okay. Hmm. I, I, oh, I have go my, ahead. Oh, I have my okay. vote, but you guys should go first. Um, I really liked Black Box girl because I also liked the pregnant lady but I feel like she kind of well you know it was um it was fair for her to feel this way but she was like not a fan of Dohyun Su which I feel like kind of poisoned Cha Ji Wan's mind a little bit because she was like yeah he's a crazy person or whatever but yeah Black Mm -hmm. Box Girl was just like yeah like 
I'm so willing to help. Like, I didn't touch it since I got the call. Like, she was, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, um, like, if, I don't know if you guys listened to My Favorite Murder, but she was, like, a murderino who was, like, I am willing to give you evidence. <laughs> like, I am pumped. <laughs> yes, she was such a murderino. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. I will go with her too. That was totally my vote. Yay. That was my Yay. vote too. I will be honest. <laughs> yes. She All right, was the cool. only one on the list until after <laughs> I finished the show and I was like, I have to think of more. That's not how awards work. You're not supposed to only nominate one person. Yay. Wow. Good for her. She won. Clear winner. Um great. We've got our spin-off episode and we've got our bus stop girl. Um any other <laughs> important flower of evil thoughts before we wrap up yeah good drama drama. do you have all i have to say do you guys like to rate shows Mm. uh i would give it i'll give it five out of five (laughs) fingernails Yeah, it was great. Five. It's a whole hand. Well done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. I will give it. I will give it nine point seven egg tarts. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you guys are so much better at this than we are. <laughs> we did this for um our special like patreon episode for the host with um our partners alex and andrew and i guess they just started it because andrew always says like dumb shit like that i give it blah 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 yeah. rating that goes along <laughs> I just with the movie and got stuff. It from gilmore guys i don't know if you've listened to their podcast yes yeah i just took that from from them <laughs> <laughs> that's so amazing um, ah, what would you give it, Raquel? I don't know if it's a perfect um, 10, but it might be. Yeah, I'm usually pretty, st- we get real stingy. Um, we like to pretend <laughs> that we are actual critics at this point. <laughs> and we're like, we really need to think about our scores. <laughs> Honestly, I probably would have given it a pretty close to a 10 if they hadn't tossed in that last amnesia episode mm-hmm. so i'm gonna bump my score down to a nine um and then i it feels wrong to say stars anymore i'm gonna go ahead and also go with egg tarts <laughs> that's a really cute one okay i'll also go with nine but i'll stick with fingers <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that matches the vibe of the show Fingernails and egg tarts. Yeah. Egg tarts and fingernails. (laughs) Yum. It's Uh a hook. (laughs) Man, he looked nasty chewing on those fingers. He was just like all up in there and wouldn't stop when the dad told him to stop. He just kept going. He was so aggressive with it. It wasn't just like a kind of chewing on your nail. He was like going Mm. to town. That's gross. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> I was really worried we we're, were gonna get like some shots of what his fingernails look like um, just by the end and we didn't and for that they can keep their yes. stars <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Gross. On that note, thank you so much for being <laughs> <Yes>. on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much. Thanks for having us. Thank yes, you for having I'm us. so glad <laughs> I had a reason to watch this drama because I was so pumped to, like, when I read the synopsis of it, I was like, I really want to watch that, but will I ever get around to it? So, thank you. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have watched it just because <laughs> I wouldn't have had time to get around yes. to it. And I was, like, kind of procrastinating it, and then I finally watched one episode, and I was like, okay, this is really good. <laughs> this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready to watch number two now. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys liked it. Yes. What a good one. Mm-hmm. We'll have to do this again sometime. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> For sure. Awesome. I think that pretty much does it, and... Um... Thanks, everyone, for listening to our bonus episode of Flower of Evil, and keep an eye out for our next, uh, what we're going to do for our next drama. Yeah, do you guys have any places where our listeners can find you? Yes. Um, So we have a website, okdrama.com, and that basically has all of our links to everything, but we're also on Twitter, at okdramapod, and Instagram, okdramapodcast. And we have an Etsy that has cute little K-drama things like stickers and pins and patches. So if you want, like, (laughs) some cute Christmas gifts, look us up. They're fun. Yes, they are so cute. You have to go look at them. Like, anyone who has any K-drama lover in their life needs to go and check out the K-drama Etsy. Yes, so that's basically it, but yeah. Awesome. Thanks again so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, anything else or are we wrapping up? Wrapping I'm good. up. <laughs> wrapping up. Okay, bye. 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 bye.